Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Spike Cohen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. Ford, I really need to start writing down the ones I come up with in the middle of the week because I don't remember them on the fly on Showtime. Spike, the most kvetching man in the liberty movement, Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Hey, everybody. Good to see you. Thanks so much for joining. Of course, this is a Muddy Waters Media production. Check us out everywhere, all social media platforms, all podcasting platforms, including wherever you're listening to or watching this right now. And wherever you are listening to or watching this right now, if you have not already, be sure to like, subscribe, follow whatever the thing is on the thing that you are doing your thing on. And if we're back, I was going to say, I'm. I'm I'm digging the new black that you have behind you, and then you just went and changed it. Yes. Well, I didn't change it. It just came back at the right time, but we're back. <laughs> oh, were we gone? Yeah, for about four seconds. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> first and foremost, allow me to thank Benjamin Daniel Morris Chestnut the 17th for <laughs> the kava I am drinking on today's episode. And allow me to thank Le Bleu for this delicious water that doesn't pay us to say that. Bulavanaka. Bulavanaka. Light for them, too. <sighs> Yum. So, Spike, who's this episode brought to us today by? This episode is brought to you, of course, by the this special episode. This Wednesday episode, because I wasn't able to do Tuesday because I was flying all day yesterday, is brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the second largest and the fastest growing caucus in the Libertarian Party. Become a part of the takeover today by joining the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus by going to the exclusive Facebook group that lets anyone in called Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. Or, of course, you can go to MoneyWatersMedia.com and press the store button to become an official voting member, which means absolutely nothing, by buying Waffle House Caucus buttons and T-shirts. The Gravy really, King! Just real quick what? on the Waffle House thing, it shouldn't be the takeover. It should be the smothering and covering. The <laughs> Even better. Join the smothering, <laughs> covering, capping, and dicing of the Libertarian Party <laughs> by joining the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. The Gravy King! Stitches and glitches and defy the power. If you would like a tumbler like this. Well, not like that because the green screen's catching it. Because the green one screen. One that isn't translucent <laughs> like this. 
or like that but you know what they'll probably make one like this they can know how to do it if you want a tumbler like the one that we're going to be auctioning off next weekend that is signed by both matt next Wright. week next <laughs> week what i say weekend next week yep by matt and myself uh if you want a tumbler that keeps your hots hot and your colds cold for an ungodly number of hours they also have water pipe fittings not bongs that's illegal but water pipes water pipes you can get that if you go to defy the power stitches and glitches.com they also have free oh yes free customization which is insane they will customize your tumbler with whatever the hell you want on it but if you want one that's signed by us you have to come next week because we're going to be auctioning this baby off next week but in the meantime you can go to stitches and glitches or defy the power and get your tumbler today matt Uh, so, um, as many of you may know, next week is, uh, my birthday and Spike's anniversary. These two things are not related, uh, which is why we'll be doing the Tumblr, (laughs) Tumblr auction next week. But as you may also know, I am a huge, huge Red Sox fan. Uh, it is part of my identity, some would say. So, Mm -hmm. Superfan Sarah Anderegg, being the wonderful and caring, kind, perfect person that she is, uh, purchased tickets to a spring training game of the Red Sox versus the Orioles. You're oh, wow. already looking bored. Already looking bored by this story. Um, no, that's cool. <laughs> hang on. Uh, <laughs> so. I was like, that's amazing. Thank you so much. But at the time, uh, the players were locked out because Rob Manfred, the MLB commissioner, is a douchebag. Um, So what ended up happening is they came to an agreement and they've got a new collective bargaining agreement. And so they're like, yay, we're going to put the games back on. It's like, awesome. The... They redid the schedule. So now the Orioles are playing the Pirates instead at their home stadium instead of uh the red sox and vivid seats won't refund our ticket money because they said it's the same event how is it the same event vivid seats is saying that the orioles are the headliners and uh you bought tickets to an orioles game so it is the same event that isn't at the same time either it's at one o'clock in the afternoon as opposed to six o'clock in the afternoon and they're playing a different team but they're saying it's the same event because the orioles are playing in their stadium okay i'm from baltimore in what ring of hell is the or are the orioles the main the main the headline yeah the headliner headline and my argument to vivid seats because it's not even the same time no, it's six o'clock. The old one was six o'clock and this one's at one. Um, what? Yeah. So my argument was, imagine you bought tickets to the oddly scheduled Eric Clapton concert that the Rolling Stones are opening for. Yes. And then the Rolling Stones backed out and Nickelback took their place. Mm. This is the equivalent of what is happening here. Yeah. 
And they said, then he hung up on me. He must have been a Nickelback fan. Nickelback but, fan. You, you right? found a Nickelback fan, yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah. And he hung up on me. Um, so our options, as told by Vivid Seeds, which it, nobody should go to, nobody use Vivid Seeds for anything. Um, but our options, as Vivid Seeds told us, is uh, we can go to the game that has two teams that we don't care about or like yeah. particularly, or we can sell the tickets. And oddly enough, there are a lot of tickets on the market for that game, which means that we'd be losing money either way. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So I either have to go watch the Orioles and the Pirates on my birthday, which it's baseball. And I love baseball. So, you know, I, I would be okay with it. It's, it's still baseball, but it's the Orioles and the Pirates, meaning that it's right. kind of baseball. It's kind of like, it, yeah, it's like you could go see the Rolling Stones and Eric Clapton, or you can go see your kid's friend's garage band when they're seven. Which is the, essentially the same thing. <laughs> same thing. A concert thing. is happening at that at that time or at that the place on that date. Not even the, the same, same time. Thing. The same thing. A similar thing was uh, at South by Southwest, which I spoke at a couple of days ago. Um, it originally was going to be um, an Eminem concert. And then instead it was me. Same thing. You're at right. South by Southwest. <laughs> same thing right same thing it's the same thing me same and larry thing. sharp eminem and dr dre yeah that's same thing. exactly same thing possibly same better thing. possibly even better well, I, I see you speak for free every tuesday sometimes wednesday uh fine eminem will talk for free on the internet that's true that's i mean not... he does literally all the time <laughs> but so i but uh so, south by southwest was good yes it was good uh, uh larry and i uh talked with a lady named nelini stamp who is with the working families party we had a, a panel there sponsored by liberty live about how third-party candidates are uh growing and uh and how we can finally break through the duopoly and work together it was a really good uh really good thing and then i got to like hang out at south by southwest which was intense it's like a giant house party fell from the sky on the city of Austin, Texas. And I was only there for like the tech and civics part, which is supposedly like the less attended part. And supposedly like 100,000 more people came like a, like today and are now part of like the music part that's starting uh, earlier yeah, today. The music, the music part there is nuts. That is a wild time. It was insane. Like everything was packed. And I kept thinking, I'm like, it gets bigger than this. And they're like, yeah, it gets way bigger than this. I'm like, holy crap. No, it was, it was, yeah, good point. Kenneth Ebel says, how many votes did Eminem get? I bet it was less than 2 million. Hang on a second. I don't want, I don't care how many albums he sold. I want to know specifically how many votes did he get for vice president of the United States? Oh, well, see, now we're being more specific. I was going to look up votes for, like, male performer of the year. No, the no, no, <laughs> no. Nope. Specifically, a spot, a seat he's never run for. 
that I did, how many did he get? Probably less than me. I would actually probably if you encountered all the write-in votes over his entire career, it's probably pretty close. I bet it's not. And again, Kanye West, (laughs) Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre for president, Eminem for VP. Kanye West only got 70,000 votes. So I'm basically 30 times Kanye West. And you've never dressed up in a bush outside of your ex's house. To the best of my knowledge. Yet. It's because we're still together. Give it some time. (laughs) Give it a little bit of time. Oh. Mm. So this episode, of course, is brought to you by the... Oh, hold on. We already did that. We're now... But you know what isn't uh, whatever we were just talking about? Why, of course, the mud water mushroom coffee c- replacement cacao rapid fire segment brought to you of course oh no wait oh no hold on hold on crap okay what 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 is happening no hold on this okay there uh no Okay, there we go. Uh, the uh, Mudwater Coffee Replacement uh, Cacao Rapid Fire segment brought to you by Mudwater, the most aptly named sponsor that, uh, that we have at Muddy Waters Media. If you woke up today and said, Spike, Matt, I am sick and tired of coffee. I've just, I've had such a rough day. Let me tell you, man, my day's been rough. I went to, uh, well, I'm Polish. And uh, I'm just sick of the Polish jokes, and I can't take it anymore. Just because I'm Polish, everyone's giving me a hard time. I recently I, I was at a I was at a shop. I went I went to the store, and I, I told the guy I said I'll have a Polish sausage, and he goes, "Well, I get I guess you must be Polish," and I said, "Wait a second, man, I'm sick of the racism." I said, "Wait a second, man, how would you figure?" that I'm Polish just because I asked for a Polish sausage. I mean, you know, what What if I asked for some some French fries? You, would you think that I'm, I'm, I'm a French fella? If I, if I went to, if someone came in here, supposing someone came in here and asked for a, a, a Greek salad, would you think, think that, that, that that person's a Greek person? If I came in here and I uh, asked for an English muffin, would you say that this uh, that I was uh, the English? Some guy comes in here and he says he wants some Canadian bacon. Would you? Do you think that guy's a Canadian? Yes. Suppose a uh, suppose a fellow was to say that he was uh, he wanted uh, uh, some Swiss cheese. Would you think? You think that guy would be Swiss? Or maybe if you maybe if you thought that the someone came in and they asked for some Belgian waffles. I guess you'd think that guy would be that guy would be Belgian, or suppose suppose maybe some fella came in here and said that he wanted a, a German bratwurst. Would you suppose that that guy was a, a that fella was a German fella? Then I imagine if uh, uh, someone came in here and said that they they wanted some Swiss cheese. I, I gave a lot of examples because I'm just yeah. you know, racist. You really got to. <laughs> 
you really got to beat it into their head. Would you say that that guy was Swiss? Oh, man, you got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. I already gave that one. Swedish meatballs. What if a guy came in here, said he wants some Swedish meatballs? I bet you think he was Swedish. Oh, you got it all wrong. You got to stop thinking like that. What on earth would make you think that just because I ordered a Polish sausage that I'm Polish? And he said, well, first of all, it's a hardware store. Anyway, I don't want coffee anymore. I want instead something made out of something like, I don't know, masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and literally nothing else. Then I don't want you to think that I'm a mud person just because I want that. Well, folks, I have some fantastic news for you. We have exactly that. Mud water has a coffee alternative that they sell that is literally made out of all of those things that I just said. How do those taste together? Well, you're going to want some honey. But uh, if you go to uh, muddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud, you can get your mud water starter pack today. Matt? I'm waiting for the cease and desist from the Norm McDonald estate any day. Jokes um, are patented. Jokes are patented. It's true. They are not. Uh, just ask Louis C.K. Uh, oh. Speak. I don't want to talk. To uh, Jeffrey Tubin stole his joke. Uh, oh, it- God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, his funniest one, too. Oh. <laughs> oh. Speaking of Poland. Mm. While in Poland. Oh, wow, speaking week, of Poland. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris uh, was asked about inflation in these United States. And. When we as Americans may see a break in the rising prices, uh, mm-hmm. after attempting, oh, I should let you read this because I have no idea how to say this. After attempting to let Polish President Duda, what do you? Well, oh, oh, you think you think that just because I'm a Polish guy that I know how to spell the Polish president's name? I say, well, I know how to spell it. I'm I don't know how Polish. to say it. I don't know. I'm not uh, Polish. And Duda. Uh, she attempted to let the Polish president answer the question, and then she yeah. fumbled her way through an answer, which brings us to our newest segment. Deep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. <laughs> In terms of uh, the discussions that the president Johannes and I had, uh, they ranged in subject, including the issue of the Black Sea, and I'll let him explain in more detail as he would like. Uh, But we are, again, fully aware and apprised because we are in constant communication with the president, with his administration here, about the concerns that they have about the entire region and, frankly, the vulnerability. All you have to do is look at the map. Now, you may be sitting there wondering, Matt, you silly bitch, you said that question was about inflation. Yes, I did. And here was the question. How long should Americans expect, how long should we be bracing for this historic inflation in some unprecedented gas prices? 
And after looking to her left <laughs> at the leader of another country and trying to... Who apparently was not know? Polish President Andrzej Duda, according to what she said, but she could have gotten that wrong too. I don't know. I think she did. I, did. I think she did. Uh, we're going to have some Kamala jokes in the future, and they will end in, well, first of all, this is a hardware store. Um, but then they'll also <laughs> end with her cackling for 15 minutes straight. But uh, after looking to her left and desperately trying to figure out what, well, I'm going to say something else poorly. I will continue to say that the winner of the debate between Mike Pence and Kamala Harris was the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head. Yes. Like that's clear. At, at this point, assuming, assuming, I don't, I don't think that it will be, but assuming that the presidential and vice presidential tickets for the Democrats is the same in 2024. Yes. I could see her getting asked a question. And turning to her Republican opponent and just going, <laughs> would you, would you, would you, would you, do you have anything you'd like to, no, 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 okay, let me. Uh, well, let I've me been speaking with there. my Republican colleague about something completely different than what you asked me. And I would just <laughs> like you to know that I'm going to answer that poorly as well. Russia is a big country. Ukraine is a, is a tiny country. What was the one I had in here before I found this one today? It was uh, the one I sent you. Um, oh, we still have that one. Do, is that not do later we? in the segment? No, that's not later in the segment, just because I wasn't sure if I wanted to do two deep thoughts with Kamala Harris. In Let's do it. Let's do it. Here comes another deep thoughts with Kamala Harris. Deep thoughts by Kamala Harris. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. Because we have the ability to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. She, now, I'm not going to. I'm convinced that she is now impersonating Maya Rudolph, impersonating her. I. That's actually a really good theory, actually. That, that's, <laughs> that's the best theory I could come up with. Either that or she has just straight up caught the senility from Joe. And she has... <laughs> the Omicron variant of similarity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And she, um, <laughs> that that's a good one. I, I sent that to multiple people when I made it on Monday. I think I made that. Um, yes. and, uh, I'm not going to say who I think this person is in the comments actually. And she said that answer was so stupid. I just lost my engineering degree. I lost mine as well. Yeah, well. Tragic <laughs> Kamala Harris watching accident. I I I don't even know what she said. You just it started good. It's like you know, imagine that you know all the things that you know we need to to provide us with what we 
and imagine that it has no infrastructure. Well, you just imagined it. And then some other shit like it, it, then we're going <laughs> to unburden the present by what has been in the past. And then the possible is going. It's like, what? This is like it sounded like a tent revival, like the it, like if you believe it, it you can no achieve it. Sense. Just imagine it and give me it, your money. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. That at least is good, though. That makes sense. It, it's kind right, of from but, the same BS factor, but it at least is concise. That was like, <laughs> that you, was we can, we can now we're going to achieve. And she was so giddy to say it. Like, like, she just thought she said some big, she just walked up and dropped some serious knowledge there. Oh, yeah. She, she was, she was very proud of big, that. She was dropping some big energy on that one. By the way, breaking news, Ukraine is actually not a small country. Thomas uh, Boos, Boosie uh, says, uh, or Bus says, uh, Ukraine is bigger than France. It's actually 20,000 square miles larger than France. So Ukraine is not a small country. But in comparison to Russia, it is. That's fair. I mean, you and I are not small people. Like we're... For anybody who doesn't know, Spike and I are literally the exact same size. So, like, like that, it's insane. Yeah, we're like that. Our hands, when you put them together, are the same exact are, size. Yeah, no, we're like same, literally yeah. the same size people. Yeah, we are yeah. exactly the same size. Um, I don't know what Spike weighs, but I'm willing to guess that it's real close, within a a pound or two of me at Pro- any probably. given moment. So you and I, much. you and I are not. Uh, we're not small people. We're normal, no. you know, average sized. Um, yeah, we're like average sized people. Yeah. If you put us next to, say, uh, Brian, um, you know, he has that show. Oh, Nichols? Brian Nichols? Brian, Brian Nichols. If you put us He's next a to giant Nich- monster of a human. I didn't know that. <laughs> we, I didn't either until I saw a picture of him next to you. I mean, he's like, Brian, oh, Brian Nichols, who the hell is this? <laughs> Are you going to eat my toes? Yeah, I was like, to get away from my wife. Run, run. My Natasha was there, and we pulled into the, the, the <laughs> Delaware convention, and he came out to me. He was like, Arr, run, Dad, here are the keys. And I was like getting in front of him. Get her, don't just take me. My wife is innocent. Like, and then it turned out it was Brian Nichols. No, he's he's like seven foot eight. He's huge. Six hundred pounds of dude. pure muscle. He's the big. Uh, he towered over me. So yes, he, he is, is the Russia to my Ukraine. Yeah, <laughs> he is the Russia to our, our Ukraine. Yes. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, so speaking of huge. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, the House is set to vote this week on legislation to revoke Russia's normal trade status. Um, and on top of that, because that's not going to do anything because China is just going to do everything. And then yep. Saudi Arabia is going to start accepting the Chinese. Mm. Not the end of you. I don't know how to pronounce it uh, for oil and everything's just going to get screwed. The uh, on top of that. What is it? The, it's called the Remnivi and the Yuan. Is it the yuan? The yuan, but then they call it the remnibi or something like that. It's it's weird. Okay. Um, on top of that, which we're going to get into this a little bit later, Biden is set to sign, well, Biden did, sign a government funding package, which includes $13.6 billion in humanitarian and military assistance to Ukraine. Um, well, that's a good question. Is he bigger than Glenn Jacobs? 
He's comparable. <laughs> uh, um, and He's even comparable though... in size to Glenn Jacobs. That's that's impressive. Glenn Jacobs, yeah, because I've met them both and stood next yeah. to them and felt like a very small man next. I felt like the <laughs> Ukraine. I felt like Kamala Harris is like, well, Spike Cohen is a very small person. And yeah, when standing next to Brian Nichols and Glenn, and Jacobs Glenn Jacobs decided to invade him. <laughs> so basically, that's bad. It's bad. I don't like that. Uh, and even though. <laughs> The administration. <laughs> Wednesday's normally my day not, off. My brain is that's like not good. Out of, that isn't no, good. That is not good. Oh, I've decided <laughs> to invade you. I don't. <laughs> I don't want this at all. This Maybe I can get Joe all. Biden to help. Um, no, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> like Zoom call Joe Biden, please. You're the leader of the world. Can I get thirteen point six billion to spend off some Glenn money Jacobs? and a and a MIG fighter, please? Right. And even though the administration has gone back and forth on whether or not America will be aiding Ukraine with old Russian MIGs, yes, which apparently they have now decided because Biden said no, we're not going to do that. Um, yes. to not do uh, to not aid them with that, Biden has sworn we will not fight World War Three in Ukraine. And we will send money and food aid to save Ukrainian lives. We're going to welcome Ukrainian refugees with open arms if, in fact, they come all the way here. And as we provide as we provide this support to Ukraine, we're going to continue to stand together with our allies in Europe and send unmistakable message that we will defend every inch of NATO territory, every single inch, with a united, galvanized NATO. One movement. That's why I've moved over 12,000 American forces along the borders with Russia, Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania, Romania, etc. Because they move once. Granted, if we respond, it is World War III, but we have a sacred obligation that's a cult. If we do something, it will end the world, but we have a sacred obligation is a cult. That's what someone in a cult would say. We have to end the world because we have a sacred obligation. Cult. Yes. Hillbop cult. On NATO territory, a sacred obligation, Article 5. And we will not, although we will not fight the Third World War in Ukraine. In Putin's Ukraine. war against Ukraine was never Just be a victory. Ukraine. Democrats are rising to meet the moment, relying, rallying the world on the side of peace and security. We're showing the strength and we'll never falter. But look, the idea, the idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains uh, going in with American pilots and American crews, just understand and uh, don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say. That's called World War Three. Three. Okay. World. Let's get War. it straight here, guys. That old expression: "Don't kid a kidder." Now he's n- not wrong, and I, I also want to say I'm actually. I think it's because of overwhelming popular opinion against it, but Biden, for all of the saber rattling. 
He didn't send the MiGs. This uh, military support is a lot less than I think Bush would have done or Obama would have done. He got out of Afghanistan. I don't know if it's because he's old or because, again, a popular opinion thing, but it hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be in terms of trying to conflagrate tensions. So it is as bad as I thought it would be. Him getting out of Afghanistan, it made it made sense. I I figured that he was going to do that. I, I did as uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I figured he was going to do that. Not in the way that he did it, um, yeah, no. but I figured that he was going to pull people out after somebody coming up with a plan as opposed to, well, this party's dead now, let's roll out. Um, right. So I figured there was going to be something there. Uh, when it comes to this, uh, I've got some theories that I won't uh, talk about because, you know, conspiracy stuff that I've, I'm batting a thousand over here on predictions, so I don't want to be wrong. Um, yes. Uh, but... I've got I've got some theories on that, but everything that he is doing, he's talking about how you know that that the that the U.S. and America has been uh, great leaders throughout all of this, and they've been literally leading by following. Is the like they're like okay, what's it? What are they doing? Okay, what are they doing? Okay, what are they yep. doing? Yeah, and then they're doing like it's the exact opposite of leading. They're the but claiming to be the leaders. Um, they are doing the exact opposite of leading um and i expected that i expected that to be the thing that they were doing and if he i think he is waiting for a nato country to join into this war uh because immediately after he said this um immediately after he said this uh putin bombed like one mile or two miles from the poland border to be like yeah you're not they're a nato country that's within the realm. Are you going to do something? Because he yep. knows that Biden won't, unless you know Poland or Germany or France or England or yep. you know yep. anybody else over there that's in NATO uh, will jump in and join that fight. And then Biden will be like, "Well, we have to because you know Article Five says that we have Second to, and we're members obligation. of this cult, right?" Yep. Uh, so this is kind of exactly how I figured this was going to go. Um, also. Now- Go ahead. No, I was going into the next oh. thing. Now, okay, so remember, even though this president said that we're not going to fight World War Three in Ukraine, which means that we could fight it around Ukraine, so um, and it we aren't going to fight it for Ukraine, but if any of the other countries over there that are in NATO, uh, he also having absolutely nothing to do with Russia, I don't think, I don't know the question that led to this answer. Uh, He is the same person who said this. So we established a new civil rights, a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen. How many times have you heard, I bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line, that in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position. 
and then literally, in a sense, blackmails or, or, or mortifies that person. Send it out, put it online. Yes, we've all. Who he he who has not done that, cast the first stone. I don't know anyone who's done that. When I first saw that, I probably watched it 15 times in a row and just giggled the entire time at Joe Biden talking about revenge porn. Yeah. And saying it in the context of, I think we've all know someone who's done that. No, nope. No, I no, I don't. I don't actually know anyone who's done that. It doesn't surprise I, me that you do. And I may, it's so I may many. Know somebody... I may know somebody it's happened to. I may know somebody it's happened to. I don't think I know anyone it's happened to. If they have, they didn't say. And anything. that's why that's why I say may know. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know that I actually know anybody it's happened to, but I think that I've heard reference to it. Yeah, and we're both we're not spring chicks. We know quite a few people. We've seen some things. I think that this is, I think this was a a glimpse into just how sordid it is in the realm of politicians that he's like, yeah, I'm sure everyone's seen it. I've seen it a million times. I'm sure they've seen it too. Where someone takes a naked photo of their buddy, their friend, and then, and and so forth. That was the other part. Like, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm here, I'm going to do it again. Hold on. I don't want to. I don't want to quote the man out of turn. So we established a new civil rights, a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen. How many times have you heard? Now, see, look, people are trying to clap. He should have stopped. He could have just stopped and let him clap. Like they, they wanted, they were like, oh God, please just stop and we, we'll clap. And then, nope. He, Everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line. And they're like, oh, just shut up. That in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position. Naked friend. And then naked friend, literally whatever. blackmails or, or, or mortifies that person somewhere along the line. That in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising. His naked friend or whatever. That's how he describes now, sexual relationships. I have in my time uh, of being alive uh, spent the night next to many of my friends. Naked Spikers. friends? I was not a naked friend. You you were not a naked friend. No. You may have been in a compromising position. I don't know. I was asleep. No, and we had a pillow fort between us. So. We did have a pillow fort between us. We created a wall um, of pillows so that we, we didn't did accidentally touch each other. Yeah. That's right. We did. <laughs> we did. Uh, the voice of um, Deep Thoughts by Kamala, Kamala Harris. Uh, mm. I have slept next to him as well. Mm. Um, yeah. We weren't naked um i wasn't i don't know about him i don't want to speak out of turn yeah probably not um but uh i did not take pictures of any of my friends to post them online 
in any sort of compromising positions which is weird because that seems like something i would have done to especially the voice of deep thoughts with kamala harris but but again those are your friends not your naked friends or whatever (laughs) which is again this is our president's way of describing a sexual relationship your naked friend or whatever or whatever was he talking about a sexual relationship i think that was his version of trying to de-gender sexual relationships well you know your your naked (laughs) naked friend or whatever whatever. like you can't say wife or girlfriend now he did say guy so the perpetrator is still a man the perpetrator identifies always but identifies as a man (laughs) identify sorry and identifies as a man but the but the making him a man but the the victim is the naked friend or whatever the lgbt friendly term of naked friend or whatever (laughs) that's the pre-boomer term for lgbt that's, that's the silent generation term for for a a, a non-binary uh, term, your naked friend or whatever. LGBTQ plus approved. So, speaking of, um, well, anyway, uh, speaking of other insanity. Speaking of whatever, uh, on Thursday, thirty of the top TikTok stars. Zoomed with White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki and Matt Miller, who is a special advisor for communications at the White House National Security Council. Let's see what they were told. Why is gas so expensive and why is the United States inflation rate at a four-time decade high? I had the opportunity to ask the White House why gas down the street is $7 and here's what they said. The obvious reason we're getting out of a two-year pandemic, when use goes up, price goes up. But the call is predominantly about Ukraine and Russia, so how does that relate? Russia is one of the top three producers of oil, and it is actually their number one revenue source. Now, with Putin starting this horrific fight between Ukraine and Russia, nobody wants to work with him and do an international trade. So with people being scared of war and limited resources, prices are bound to go up as well. For the people who can't pay $7 for a gallon of gas, there's an app called Gas Buddy that shows you the cheapest gas near you, as well as a link in my bio to donate to the misplaced refugees of Ukraine. You could save as much as eight cents. If you're lucky. Um, By using Gas Buddy. These are the talking points from the White House. Um, <laughs> that girl. Yes, that was the White House talking about. Have you tried <laughs> gas, buddy? Uh, that girl um, in one of the articles that I was reading about this entire thing, she said, I'm so happy to be the first Gen Z White House correspondent. <laughs> That's called a shill. TikToker. Yeah, no, you, um, you literally just parroted, proudly parroted some of the shittiest White House talking points. This is all because of you, Russia and Ukraine. 
It's not because of the fact that the U.S. and Western world has made them rely, made themselves reliant on dictatorial foreign regimes for their energy needs. It's their fault for selling it to us. Also, gas buddy. I can't even believe she said that. You know that Matt Miller. No, they told her to Jen, say that. Yeah, she didn't know 100%. about gas buddy. Gas buddy or Jen Psaki said, hey, don't use gas buddy. That's like a joke. Uh, uh, the White House press secretary today in response to questions about gas prices said, hey, why don't you use gas buddy? Ha, 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 ha. Like they're... D- So, <laughs> so as we've covered before, according to official reports that are lies, uh, because math exists, we don't get a large, they say that we get 8% of our oil from Russia, uh, but math exists. Yes. And uh, it's not 8%. <laughs> It's like it's like what three or four percent right three three or four percent yeah it's like three mm-hmm. or four percent um so <laughs> we aren't getting uh the massive amount of oil from uh russia that that they've been saying that we are getting now mm-hmm. as that tiktoker said uh more people are driving so gas prices are up according to that white house correspondent from tiktok not from last year yeah so last week when that meeting happened oil barrels were roughly 125 dollars a barrel right 125 dollars a barrel as of last night because i forgot to check today uh they were 96.25 let me see what they are right now yeah which means that with a what is that a 20 percent drop ish um with a 20 percent drop we should be seeing a 20 percent drop in gas prices which it's 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 95.49 so it's about the same right now yeah okay it's about the same um which i have not seen Mm. it's funny how the gas prices went up really quick but they're not going back down um so Saki will consistently constantly say uh, that there are 9,000 leases that aren't being used right now. Um, And that's the reason that gas prices are what they are. This is, there's like a mild amount of truth to that being there are roughly 9,000 oil leases that aren't being used. That is true. What, you aren't hearing Mm -hmm. is what you will never see on cnn msnbc fox news or anywhere else is that if you were to look at the number of oil rigs in america now you can see the number is still lower than pre-pandemic levels so pre-pandemic which we'll say march of 2020 sure um 771 oil or oil rigs in america 
And then mm-hmm. when the pandemic hits, we drop down to the 250 range. And then slowly it's been creeping back up to 601 as of January of last uh, of this year. Um, and, and even and even the pre-pandemic levels had already been dropping for two years when they peaked around 1,077. Right. So you also have to look at the interior, uh, the interior department approvals to drill oil and gas uh, wells on public lands have dropped significantly. Just because somebody has a lease doesn't mean they have approval to drill. Yes. So you can go and you can collect all of these leases, but if you can't get approval, you can't drill. And then they're saying, well, they're not drilling. We don't know why they have the leases. Um, So back in early 2021, the Biden administration destroyed the Trump administration's permitting record in its first year. And they did it all in like a month. They have not been permitting at all this year, I think, uh, okay, good. I did put it in there. Uh, the Bureau yeah, of Land Management in January <clears throat> appro- approved just 95 permits for oil and natural gas wells across federal lands in the U.S., a plunge from 643 last April. Which means we're so, not going to be getting a lot more rigs going up. Yeah, yeah. They, they have to be able to contract rigs to drill the welds and then they have to have uh, build a sufficient inventory of permits before the rigs are contracted. They don't have that. They just have leases. That doesn't mean anything. If I have a lease on a piece of land, but I don't have a permit to build a home, and then the government says, why aren't you building a home? Well, I need you to let me. That's why. Right. So producers have to put together their drilling plans, secure rights of way and work with state and private landowners, which as we can all guess is very burdensome, especially when dealing with state and local governments for these rights of ways and all of that. Um, So you may have the rights to the lease, but if you haven't gotten a permit to drill, because like we've covered, they are not the same thing. So even though there are 9,000 leases out there, uh, we can assume, and we let's, let's assume that most of the 9,000, if not all of the 9,000 are viable, which they aren't. Yeah, they are. They Many are of them not. are not viable. Yeah. Right. Many of them are not viable, but let's assume that most of them, if not all of them are viable. Uh, that doesn't mean that every single leaseholder has a permit to drill. And if they don't have the permit, they can't get a rig. Or if they don't have enough permits, they can't get a rig. And if they can't get a rig, they can't drill. It's weird. I put they can't oil. Um, They can't oil. They can't oil. They can't oil us. It's not not because we aren't drilling on the 9,000 unused leases that oil prices are what they are. Um, It's because government. So anyway, if you use the Gath Buddy app, uh, you can actually save money on Gath. And also, I have a link in my bio to help the people of Ukraine. Also, Did she that's say how Ukraine? I could have sworn she said Syrian. Hold on, let me go back to it because I don't trust this chick. <laughs> no, she's why a- is gas so expensive, and why is the United? States- 
Nobody wants to work with him and do international trade. So with people being scared of war and limited resources, prices are bound to go up as well. For the people who can't pay $7 for a gallon of gas, there's an app as well. For the people who can't pay $7 for a gallon of gas, there's an app called Gas Buddy that shows you the cheapest gas near you. As well as a link in my bio to donate to the misplaced refugees of Ukraine. Oh, she did say Ukraine. I am going to parrot talking points from the administration because I was told by social media and popular media and popular culture that uh, they're good and uh, the last people are bad, but they're good. And they wanted me to let you know that uh, everything uh, that's happening is not their fault. It's totally the fault of someone else. And um, but also uh, there's an app that will save you like less than one percent of what you're paying for gas. And also uh, I want to help whatever the new current thing is. Last week I was shilling. Last week I was shilling for vaccines. Was she? I have no idea. Hi everybody. I have giant breasts, and there's some popular music that I put in the, the my thing to help it go up the algorithm. And I support. Was there the popular music thing. in that? God, if that gets us a strike, I'm going to be so mad. It was so. I don't think it's going to pick up the thing. It was. I have some music in the background, and also I support the current thing. <laughs> anyway, That's what it is. Speaking of supporting something that you should support that's a current thing, we are currently thinking the <clears throat> personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment, which I probably should have checked to see if anyone left any comments. Because some of y'all aren't trying to leave comments and questions anymore like you were before. But let's see. There's one. Okay, there's one. Uh, the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. If you're watching this and thinking, I want to sue. I don't know who I want to sue. I want to sue that chick. I bet she's in Florida. Well, if she is, and you feel personally injured by it, then you should contact Chris Reynolds, personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, by going to chrisreynoldslaw.com. If you're personally injured by anyone in the great state of the free state of Florida, then you, too, can have Chris Reynolds represent you while you are being personally injured or after the fact so you can show damages and then he'll take you to court and they'll go and you'll say ah, that guy personally injured me and they'll go that's a lie i didn't do that that was perfectly fine and then uh, uh, chris reynolds will say things and the jury will say guilty 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 and they'll give you yeah, millions jury of trials for personal injury yeah sometimes Either a jury or a judge will say, guilty, 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 and then you get millions of dollars. Personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, chrisreynoldslaw.com. Now, we have one call from Midwest Guy, and uh, we're going to play it right now. Here, Matt and Spike, this is Midwest Guy calling in on the Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. TM. Thanks for taking my call yet again. You know, I really got uh, something on my mind here that's just been... Know, keeping me a little baffled this week and uh yeah. that's you know we found out that uh elon musk sent over his starlink to uh ukraine and so yeah. i'm just wondering what's the libertarian position on this here guys right i know you know libertarians like to be isolationists right but you know yeah. what about elon musk you know is he is he out here uh you know he's he's sending out help to uh foreign entities is that are we okay with that do we like that i don't know you gotta tell me yeah, so uh, thank you for that question. Let me do a common misconception. We're not isolationists. The alternative to bombing 
and invading and destabilizing countries around the world isn't being a shut-in who has no engagement with anyone. That's isolationism is like what the Japanese did in the 17th and, and 18th century, or for actually a couple hundred years, few hundred years, where they shut themselves off from the rest, rest of the world, no trade, no relations. They were just a shut-in society. That's isolationism. What we propose is non-interventionism. What you do every day, which is not being a mass murderer uh, that goes around killing people and coming up with uh, flimsy excuses to invade and, and, and aggress upon other people, but also not just staying in your house and refusing to talk to anyone. You go and you're a productive member of society and you have loved ones and, and so forth. That We propose non-interventionism by government. Now, libertarians believe that private actors can do whatever they want. True government neutrality is if Elon Musk wants to have Starlink go over Ukraine and provide them with internet access, great. That's his. He made that. So he can go and do that. If Elon Musk also decides, which he has, to not ban Russian media from Starlink, uh, great. Also great. That's a choice he has made because it's his. So we believe if uh, Americans want to help in Ukraine, they want to go over, they want to go fight, they want to go over and provide, they want to uh, uh, sell or, or donate weapons or food aid or whatever else they want, they're more than welcome to do so. And anyone who doesn't want to, doesn't have to, which means that the government should stay out of it because that would be forcing all of us to finance through taxes and inflation the cost of doing that and also expose all of us to the potential blowback as a result of that so that that's the libertarian take not isolationism but non-interventionism and allowing people to do as they wish with their justly acquired private property which which starlink is an example of that yep and if he wants to challenge vladimir yes. putin to a yes. fight I wouldn't challenge him to a fight, but if Elon nope. wants to, yep, you do that, Elon. So you I absolutely I, should do that. <clears throat> I love this. So what was great about this? Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. So for those who don't know what Matt's talking about, I'm going to find it. Elon Musk challenged Vladimir Putin to, quote unquote, single combat to... Ah, crap. No one's finding it. Elon Musk challenged uh, Vladimir Putin to uh, single combat. And in, in, in that the stakes were the Ukraine. And. Oh, crap. No one has it. OK, so there was this picture going around. And it was a size chart that showed that Elon Musk was like several inches taller. Because I guess Elon Musk is oh, like yeah. six something. And Vladimir Putin is yeah. shorter than us. And that it was he was a few inches taller than Vladimir Putin. And I thought, yeah, you guys are doing this wrong. Vladimir Putin was the head of the KGB. <laughs> having worked his way through the ranks of the Russian military and intelligence services to become the head of them during the Soviet Union. Now, granted... Vladimir Putin is uh, a shorter gentleman, and he also is well into his 60s. Is he 70 yet? 
old is Vladimir Putin? He, I don't think he's 70 yet. 69. Wow, 69. 69 years. Nice. nice. He's 69 years old. Uh, nice. And <laughs> so he is older. And yeah, he's shorter. But you know those videos you watch where you say, watch this old man beat up this young whippersnapper. And the old man's like a trained boxer and the whippersnapper's just some schmuck. And they're like, this teaches you a powerful lesson. Don't mess with the elderly. Nope. It teaches you another lesson. It's not don't mess with the elderly. Most elderly people you could easily beat up. Don't, but you could. Uh, that particular elderly person knows how to fight. Vladimir Putin knows how to fight. I'm not convinced. And he's in good shape. I'm not convinced that Elon Musk knows how to fight. And I don't know the kind of shape he's in. So, it's not, I mean, it's not going to happen. My guess is not the best. I mean, he's look. I mean, he's not like morbidly obese or anything like that. But right, right. Like I'm, he, he's in, <clears throat> he's in your average shape. Like I'm guessing average that guy's shape. not. Yeah, that guy's not hitting the gym and like taking right. fighting classes. Uh, yeah. not which he should be. Shape. If he's challenging the head former head of the KGB to a fight, oh, with such be. high stakes. He should be hitting the gym and the fighting classes. Yes. He also didn't yes. specify single, like, fisticuffs. He said single combat. So, Vladimir Putin has quite a arsenal at his disposal that he could singly use. To destroy Elon Musk. To destroy Elon Musk. Possibly at the molecular level. And so, yeah. But they, but it's his right. Going back to the point of this, he has the right to try to and, commit suicide by KGB agent. Yes. And I just want to point out, he also has the right not to shut off Teslas for everybody in Russia. Yes. Can you imagine the precedent of that? There are people cheering on, shut off all the Teslas. Is that what you want? Do you want your car shut off? Because, because you know why they're saying to shut off? The, they're saying to shut off the Teslas of all the Russians because their government is bombing a country and invading a country. Yep. Where do you live? 97% of you live in the United States. The other 3%, no. What do you think the people of Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, Syria, Yemen, Libya, Tajikistan, like uh, the whole region, Sudan, Somalia, Nigeria, what do you think they would say to Elon Musk about your car? I, I just, it, in, it in, is shut, incredible to me. Shut, shut off their Visa and MasterCard, shut off their Teslas, shut off their- Shut off uh, everything, make them Shut suffer. off their app stores, make it so yeah. they can't get monetized on YouTube. Uh, shut off all shut of that. Shut off everything. Shut off their internet. Shut, shut off their 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 power. Shut off everything that they need until their government stops doing this. Y'all yep. need to stop. And I, it's not y'all. Most of you are all nodding your head in agreement. But these people need <laughs> to stop. 
You have, they have got to stop advocating for everyday civilians of a country. I mean, you want to talk about throwing stones in a glass house. There is no country on earth in current existence, government on earth in current existence, who has been more aggressive on the world stage than the United States. But, but they get their news from this. From this. Why is gas so... So, of course, they'd say something stupid like that. So that's been your personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, <laughs> attorney at law, anchor Cullen moment. So speaking of the spending bill, which we talked about 15 minutes ago. Much longer than 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Oh, President Biden has signed into law mm. another COVID relief bill that doesn't have any COVID mm-hmm. relief in it. Uh, a sweeping $1.5 trillion bill that funds the government through September and provides the $13.6 billion uh, in assistance for Ukraine amid the Russian invasion. Now, as you can probably guess, This bill was a light read of 2,700. Yeah, Yeah, just breeze through it in the day you had to think about, less than a day you had to vote on it. Um, 2,700 pages and funds the government through the current fiscal year and, and gives Congress a 21% raise. It's actually worse than that. It gives them a 21% increase to their budget. Oh, that is worse. Yeah. That is worse. Now, it also includes 13.6% billion in humanitarian and security assistance to uh, address the Russian... Uh, invasion of Ukraine, or as we put it, less than 1% to make you talk about that instead of the other 99 plus percent. Yes. The Democrats lauded a 6.7% increase to non-defense discretionary spending, Mm. while the GOP touted a $42 billion increase for defense spending. Bipartisanship. Have you read this thing? Like, well, no one's read you, this thing, but I've fair. read, I've, I've read, I've read the, read I've read the bullet points. Yeah, I've yeah, read. I've read... I I can't wait for the punchline at the end of this one. Um, <laughs> it said the deal uh, achieves dollar for dollar parity for defense and non-defense increases, as well as an 11% increase from the previous fiscal year for the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. They touted that. They did. The, the people who just recently said everyone's a terrorist. Yeah. Spike and I are terrorists because we talk about this stuff on the internet. Um <laughs> That was actually and you're a terrorist for watching it, and everyone and you know a terrorist, is a terrorist right. because they've expressed concerns about various government narratives. Yes, like everyone. 
is a terrorist, according to a group that got an 11% increase in their funding. Yep. And this was touted as a COVID relief bill, but billions of dollars in COVID-19 funding was scrubbed from the package hours after its unveiling on Wednesday after a revolt from House Democrats frustrated over plans to pull the money from relief already allocated to states. So they complained that the current money that was being spent was being Wasn't enough. used for other stuff. Like when Joe Biden raided the COVID relief funds shortly after he became president to triple funding for the militarization of the police from about $130 billion to what, either just under or just over $400 billion. And so their response was, okay, well, then we're not going to do any more spending. That's actually, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, but when they touted it as the, it's going to be the next COVID relief bill and then yep. they scrapped yep. all of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, leaders in the House are expected to uh, set up another vote on COVID-19 funding measure uh, without the offsets in the lower chamber in days ahead, but they don't think that it has a chance of passing the Senate, which by the way, real quick on the Senate, uh, switching gears, they, yesterday, they voted unanimously to never change the clocks again. And the fact that it took them this long to get here Mm -hmm. is not surprising at all. Nope. And it's still, that was just the Senate. The House hasn't taken it That was just the Senate. Yeah, and the House, after compl- I could see the House compl- screwing that up. Oh, absolutely. Nancy Pelosi will screw this up. And uh, after complaints from the, I believe, the airline industry and another major industry, um, they uh, are, if it does get passed, uh, it won't go into effect until November of next year. Instead of just letting the current time be the current time, why would that be a problem for the airline? I have no idea. I do know that the Association of Convenience Stores said that they were against it because kids shouldn't have to go to school in the dark because that's a concern of the convenience stores, which means that there's an actual reason that they're against it that they won't say. So instead they said that shit. bipartisanship i'm gonna have to think about why the convenience stores are thinking that. yeah no i've been spending most of today trying to figure that out because when i read that quote i thought well that's not the reason because that has nothing to do with convenience stores so then i started thinking what would the convenience stores give a shit about what time it is outside and then i couldn't figure it out i ran out of time but there's a reason and it's a bad reason because instead they said that so if any of you can think of what that reason is, drop it in the comments there if you're watching this live. I'd drop it in the comments even if you're watching it afterwards. I probably won't see it, but someone will. Uh, so uh, the Hyde Amendment was uh, uh, one of the best-known writers to be reinstalled uh, in the appropriations legislation after Democrats uh, remitted it last year. For those who don't know, the Hyde Amendment prohibits the use of federal funds for abortions in most cases. Can you imagine voting Democrat? Because <laughs> you're like, well, they're going to be different than the Republicans, and then they do this. It has been uh, included in annual appropriations bills since it was introduced by Representative Henry Hyde of Illinois, Republican uh, in the 1970s. Uh, 
Joe Biden, the candidate of funding the police and defunding abortions. Imagine voting Democrat. The, uh, the Democrats in the House and the Senate and the White House just signed a bill, a spending bill that increased that increased defense spending by $42 billion and then put in the Hyde Amendment, which prohibits the use of federal funds for abortions in most cases. Hey, Democrat voter, you're still going to vote for us because we're not Republicans. Of course, the Republican voter said, hey, Republican voter, you're still going to vote for us because we're not Democrat. By the way, this is a $1.5 trillion bill that's going to mostly be spent, uh, mostly be uh, paid for through the printing of more money, which means more inflation. Which is why they added $13.6 billion, which is a rounding error in this thing. Because now we're talking about that instead of the fact that this is exactly what creates more inflation. Instead, we're debating on whether the Ukrainians got MIGs or not. Anyway, so re- uh, Repu- okay, Republicans also were ecstatic uh, that the package included the Weldon Amendment, uh, a writer Democrats also previously sought to drop that bars entities that don't want to provide abortion care from being denied federal dollars. So if you're an entity that's like, ah, no, we don't do abortions here, um, you still can get federal dollars, which wasn't available last year. So now more places, now abortions don't get federal funding. And if you deny abortions, you get federal funding. You do get federal funding. They can take the money from the abortions and give them to the anti-abortion and people. And give them to the anti-abortion people. Hey, Democrat voters. <laughs> uh, but it's not Trump because Trump says stupid stuff. Not like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. The Harris Rider, which bars the uh, legalization of recreational marijuana sales in the nation's capital, also made its way back into the bill despite <laughs> Democrat efforts. So it's it's they, you know what they did? You know the people that vote that told you that if you voted for them, they'd make weed legal. Instead, they just made it illegal. They just made it. <laughs> they remade it illegal in the Capitol. So to be fair, and, it's, and it's that. Now here's where it gets better. Let's say it. Well, no, okay. So before I say that part, um, for a long time, weed was illegal to sell in the Capitol, but right. weed was legal. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was on this show. It may have been on a different one that I was on. Um, There was a time in which I was trying to procure weed in the district. And uh, I knew that it was legal there, but I didn't understand how it worked. And because it was illegal to sell and you couldn't have a storefront or anything like that, you had to give somebody a donation for a charity and then they would give you the weed. Um, (laughs) Or you just magically get it. Or you just magically get it, but that was mainly you gave donations to charity. And yeah. um, so that was that was how it was. And then it was, okay, now it's legal to sell. So you started seeing shops open up and now it's gone back to, you're going to have to 
So all those places that paid all that big money, can you imagine what it must cost to get a license to sell weed in Washington, D.C.? And they just went at you? Yep. Not it's legal everywhere, but it's illegal in the one place that we can just write whether it's legal or illegal with very little change. Uh, now, to be fair, several of the members who voted for it uh, said that they either weren't following the status of the rider or didn't even aware that it, they weren't even aware it existed, which is kind of why you shouldn't vote for things that you don't know what you're you voting read. for. Yeah, that's why reading the bill is important, because otherwise that wouldn't have been you vote for things that you don't know what happened. Uh, a Democrat-led effort to rescind, this is just, mwah, if you're a Democrat mwah. voter, a yeah. Democrat-led effort to rescind $1.9 billion that had been allocated for border barrier funds. The wall <laughs> under the Trump administration also failed. This funds the wall. This bill funds Trump's wall. And as we learned in the State of the Union, walls do not keep out vaccines. Yes. <laughs> Which is why he they're funding it. Because the vax, you can't, it's we not going to stop the vaccines. The vaccines. That can stop the so vaccines. now they're okay with it. Before they were worried that the wall would keep out the vaccine. And then when they realized that wasn't true, they said, oh, it just keeps out immigrants? Okay. We don't even like immigrants. We're the Democrats. We're the ones who introduced the anti-immigration laws back in the hundred and some odd years ago anyway. We never liked them. We've hated even, them. We're the Democrats. Are you kidding me? Even we back thought it was keeping vaccines out. Even back to the 1980s, they were oh, yeah. uh, anti-immigrant. Bernie Sanders! said that the, 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 that the idea of allowing people to come into the country was a Koch brothers' uh, 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 um, uh, invention. The Koch brothers did it to bring there, down our prices, our wages, these damn immigrants. There, there's that famous debate of um, George Bush and Ronald Reagan. Yes. In, in 1980, where they were talking about what to do about immigration in America. And yep. the difference between George Bush and Ronald Reagan in 1980 and the Republican Party 20, we'll say 23 years later, uh, was massively different. Night and day. Night and day, completely different. And the the Democrats are the same way, except now they're funding border wall. They're voting to fund border walls. Yeah, no, the Democrats are always the real racist. Let's be clear about that. Yes. Always. Uh, <laughs> Even if the Republicans are doing it too, the Democrats are never, they're still the Dixiecrat party. Let's be very, very clear about that. Joe Biden, who is, I mean, if you watch this show, you already know all this anyway, but I'm going to say it because I'm already talking about it. Joe Biden worked with segregationists he, his whole life. The 1994 crime bill was a way to re-criminalize being poor and black and brown. Yes. Like, the, I mean, the, this, this entire farce can you imagine being in black lives matter and voting for trump or, or biden and and like watching this it's like, ah, it's... the wall so after they funded the wall 
There was also a uh, successful push to reauthorize the Violence Against Women Act as part of the uh, omnibus. Uh, it's an effort to bolster domestic violence response at multiple levels of government, as well as efforts to compact dating violence, sexual assault, and stalking. Uh, for example, everyone here knows someone in a situation where the man, it's always a man, took some photos of their naked friend or whatever. And then, well, anyway. Uh, it also outlined a key provision that advocates the uh, so-called boyfriend loophole by prohibiting individuals convicted of a misdemeanor crime of domestic violence against dating against a dating partner from possessing or purchasing firearms or ammunition. Because that's, if you've ever done anything wrong you should never own a gun unless you're in the government in which case you should own all of the guns. yeah and then you're fine um so i was trying to look this up when i was doing notes yesterday and um it's tough to find any it's tough to find any reliable source of information on what this boyfriend loophole really is um mm -hmm. because like i don't trust sites that are called you know gunlover.org um yeah. i i feel that they're putting some spin it's probably a good site it. actually gunlover.org <laughs> probably a good site um um me and my ar15.com um a new yeah. site uh but yeah we <laughs> i was trying to find information on it and what I kind of have picked up is that prior to the boyfriend, prior to this, the boyfriend loophole was if a fiance or a, if a fiance or a husband is convicted of a domestic violence uh, situation and is still with the person, still living with the person, still married to the person, still dating, whatever, um, they cannot own a gun. But if you're a boyfriend not living with the person convicted of a misdemeanor domestic uh, uh, misdemeanor crimes of domestic violence against the person you are still dating, you could own a gun. That so is this just where, closes that loophole? That just closes the loophole that sort of it doesn't really give you any if you are a domestic abuser the difference between being married and not married is no difference you can't own a gun either way so it didn't really change anything but you're right but there were two things uh, anti-gun legislation that was in there uh number one uh the atf uh, Joe Hanoush, sorry, Joe Hanoush just said the loophole now identifies as the whatever loophole. Yes, the naked friend or whatever loophole. The naked um, friend or whatever loophole. So there, there are two bits of pretty bad anti-gun legislation in here, um, among God knows what else is in here. I mean, again, 2,700 pages, but two of them. One is that the ATF will now be able to deputize, directly deputize uh, local police uh, as ATF agents uh, yeah. in states that are Second Amendment sanctuaries in order to get around state law, which opens the Pandora's box 
of the U.S. government just deputizing people to get around nullification. To which the state should respond by firing, requiring compelling agencies to fire anyone who is deputized by the ATF. It should 100%, if you accept being deputized to get around state law, you should lose your job. That should be the end of that. Uh, because that's now, what if moving forward, new Second Amendment uh, sanctuary legislation, and all sanctuary legislation should have in it that if you are deputized by the federal government to get around that law, then you lose your job. Yes. So unless the federal government is ready to pay all of those local cops forever, which they are not, then that should end that. Um, so to recap, in the spending bill that was introduced, mostly sponsored by, voted primarily by, and signed by Democrats, they made it illegal to sell weed in Washington, D.C., where it's legal to sell weed. They increased defense spending by nearly $50 billion. They got rid of COVID relief spending, which is okay because they would have just misappropriated it for something else anyway. Given it, and given it to police. They, yeah, they would have given it to the cops anyway. Uh, they prohibited federal funds for abortion. They moved that money over to medical facilities that won't do abortions. So now you're funding refusal to do an abortion. <laughs> and then they funded the wall far better than that GoFundMe ever could have. You're, you can say that's $2 billion. You can round $1.9 billion to two. Up. Yeah, that's $2 billion for the wall. Um, the wall. For Trump's are, wall. These are the Not people. just the wall, Trump's wall. Trump's wall. These are the people. And and uh, they increase the scope of the ATF. Yeah. <laughs> Which every other agency will now use to say we want that too. So right. if you thought that the police were bad, imagine the federal police. So if you were somebody who voted for Biden and I doubt any of our viewers voted for Biden. Maybe strongly doubt two, it. One or doubt two, it. maybe who who mm. who was like, "Oh, this sucks," and now they've learned about us. And thank you, thank you for oh, being. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah, no, it's good. Thank you for listening to your friends and watching this show. Um, yes, but you voted because you're probably pro-choice and you think that abortions should be federally funded or at least people who refuse to do it shouldn't get federal funding well the democrats just took that away um and you're or maybe you wanted a, weed to be legal well <laughs> maybe you live in dc uh, or that area and you wanted weed to be legal and now you uh well it's still legal you just can't sell it which means you can't buy or it. or 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 maybe you were a libertarian but damn it trump with this damn wall He's trying to wall off this country and make it a fortress and keep out the immigrants. And frankly, and I don't even know if the libertarians have a shot of winning, but I know my libertarian values tell me that we have to build bridges and not walls. So I bit the bullet and voted for Joe Biden. Well, <laughs> he, he, he funded the wall. He funded He's the already wall. been using eminent domain 
to kick people off of their properties to continue building the wall and the money that they already got. But he, now he's funding more of the wall. No mean tweets, though. No mean tweets. And, I mean, Elon Musk. Um, but... Uh... <laughs> These yeah, the people great negotiators. are the, the great yeah. negotiators of our time up oh, yes. there in Congress. Indeed. Indeed. The, Demo the great Democrat hope. Now, I know what you're thinking. Everything is bad news. Every single thing that you have told us today is bad news. Well, it hasn't all been bad news. I got to shoot machine guns. <laughs> for my TikTok. Were you not invited to the White House? No. Shame. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, this happened while you're watching. This happened, like this whole thing here. This happened, uh, we were like four miles from ATF headquarters. I was going to go there and, and like take a photo next to the sign and put it up and say soon. And I was advised against that by multiple people. That's a good idea. That, that was a good idea by them, not you. <laughs> I'm going to probably do it in the future, though. <laughs> I was told that's a bad idea, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't run any part of your campaign stuff. Um, but, uh, I would advise against that, uh, yeah, but everyone, I don't, I don't think anyone's actually, I don't think anyone's actually told me that I should do it. Like literally everyone has told me that's a bad idea, which is why I didn't. If even one person had said that was a good idea. Oh, and this was libertarians mostly that said that, Oh, TK says, what's the deal with the fellow that insisted to be in your space? So they have a policy at that gun range that the first time you shoot a machine gun, someone stands behind you with his hand like that far from your shoulder. Because if you haven't, and I told him I fired one elsewhere, but if you haven't fired one on their property before, they, they have someone behind you for the first time that you shoot. And it was funny because they picked the Thompson, which has like no recoil but they hold have your hand he wasn't actually even touching me but behind me just in case i don't realize how to shoot a machine gun and i go like that and uh and slip back they have their hand there they can stop me from going back and shooting everyone behind me so once they saw right. that i actually knew what i was doing then that never happened again but they, that's like spike. their yeah it's just yeah he's spotting it yeah spike is just being modest uh as we all remember the story from the Bible of the man who was trying to be healed, who just wanted to reach out and touch Jesus. He figured that was yes, the right time. that's what it was. Out. He was seeking healing for his terrible mis 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 misformed ham. <laughs> he had terrible carpal tunnel. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> Heal me, Rabbi. And he was just reaching out to touch. And after I shot the gun, I said, "Someone has touched me." 
showing an amazing amount of restraint not to just shoot the guy who was touching him. Um, <laughs> well, technically, he owns the gun. So I felt like, eh, if he wants to, you know, Let's touch my shoulder. It's okay. Actually, technically, he never touched me, though. I didn't even realize he was behind me until afterwards. I was like, is something wrong? And he was like, oh, no, we just do the spotting. And I'm like, I've shot machine guns before. And they're like, yeah, we have to do it. And I'm like, okay. Oh, this is Jews in space, by the way. It's where the lasers are. Yes. Bye, everybody. Off to check the lasers. So this has been a special Wednesday edition of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. I know what you're thinking, Spike. That's fantastic. What's up next? Well, what's up next is an incredible episode, right? Next tomorrow? Yeah. Another incredible episode of this guy's show, Matt Wright's show, The Writer's Block on Thursday, usually after... Money Waters of Freedom is my fellow Americans, but this is already Wednesday. So no, no. Next, why does that say music? Why does that? What does what say? It says music right there. It does say music right there. Stop saying music. Okay. What the hell is, what's happening? Tomorrow on my show, I will be having Bill Redpath out of Illinois on um he was actually supposed to be on a couple of weeks ago but i was having just every issue in the world and i believe that i've got them all fixed so uh tomorrow i will have bill redpath on um at eight o'clock eastern yes eight o'clock tomorrow the writer's block right here at muddy waters media bill redpath an incredible candidate for senate and then on friday friday oh yes then on friday at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Matinee. The matinee episode. Okay. Uh, at 2 o'clock on a matinee, all of them will be matinee episodes from now on, uh, of Mr. America, The Bearded Truth. Jason yes. Lyon has on Andy Kennedy, who I've seen down in the comments down there. Uh, Andy Kennedy is going to be oh. on with Jason Lyon at two o'clock on Friday. Andy Kennedy, an elected official with the Libertarian Party. He is uh, uh, elected to the, uh, I believe, the Soil and Water Commission in New Mexico. Uh, I think something like that. Uh, he has been elected. He's an elected Libertarian. That's what I know. And I went to his convention by Zoom just to tell everyone that I wanted a thousand Andy Kennedys. And no one there questioned the wisdom of that, which was good. It was nice. It felt good. And so uh, Joe Hanoush wants to know if you get a discount for the matinee. Yes, Joe, you do. Yes. It is 20 percent off. off. Sure. It's half off what you pay for the primetime version of Money Waters. If you act now... 75% 75% off. Screw it. We're going crazy over at crazy, crazy Matt and Spike's Muddy Waters Media. Uh, and then on so Saturday. Saturday. If you, wow, are, Saturday? if you are in Florida, in the Polk County region, uh, I will be at the bonfire cookout and guns event i think that's what it's called it might be cookout bonfire and i don't know something along those lines um for the polk county libertarians with anthony welty and then our friends 
Jovid Covid Botham, uh, Adam the Freeman, who is the voice of the uh, Deep Thoughts with Kamala, Kamala Harris, and the original co-host of Muddied Waters of Freedom, Muhammad Shaker. On Saturday. On Saturday. Everybody should shame Spike because I don't think he's coming. I have tried moving so much around to be able to go and it just falls apart in my hands. Everybody every time shame I try. Spike. You know, I deserve shame. Everyone else in Muddy Waters Media, including people that aren't even with the former people in Muddied Waters Media are going to be shooting guns at a bonfire in fucking Florida. Shame me in the comments. Everyone shame me in the comments. Shame, shame, shame. I'm already seeing it. Everyone shame yeah, it's, it's Spike in happening. the comments. Hashtag shame it Spike. It is already happening. And I can't even tell you to do anything with me this weekend because I'm not going anywhere this weekend. I just literally... And then on Tuesday next week, join us for another fantastic episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom where Matt Wright and I parse through the week's events like the chipper little middle-aged men that we are. And then next Wednesday, join me, Spike Cohen, Spike Cohen, on an incredible episode, my fellow Americans, on next Wednesday, who my guest, oh boy, oh boy, my guest, who's my guest? Oh, wait till you find out. Wait till we all find out who my guest is next week on a fantastic episode of My Fellow Americans. Who is it? You're not going to believe it. My Fellow Americans. Matt, if someone were to look for the, the Muddy Waters uh, media on the internet, is that even possible? And if so, how? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Hanoush just <laughs> figured out why we say that every Oh, week. no, how dare you? Because, <laughs> yeah, we don't know who our guest is. Oh, uh, yeah, oh I know. <laughs> of course, I know who my guest is. It's my show. Yeah, let's, let's You fool? Of course, Did I know I? who my guest Let's take a look on know, over man. who that, where it is. In there. Oh, yeah, look at that. You are going to have just the most fantastic guest. Fantastic guest. You're, it's going to blow your mind. I don't even want to say it yet because I want you guys to have some time to prepare yourselves emotionally for my amazing special surprise guest. It starts with a Z and doesn't end with an Ubi. Um... <laughs> Wait, do you know who my guest is? No, I have no idea. Oh, I have access to your calendar and I don't know who your guest is. Wait, who starts with a Z and doesn't end with a Ubi? I don't know. Not Zuby. Um, <laughs> I had Zuby once. That was fun. That was I know. A good show. I know. That was my favorite. Matt, if someone were looking for us on the internet, is that even possible? And if so, how? It is possible. All one would have to oh do. Oh my gosh. If uh, you were one of the old school people who instead of enjoying looking at the ruggedly handsome faces of me and my co-host spike uh but instead 
preferred to listen to the sweet, dulcet tones of our voices as you drove to work or drifted off into slumberland. All you would have to do is head on over to anchor.fm. Yes. Slash muddied waters. Oh, yeah. Muddied waters. Anchor. Yeah, gas buddy. You can save like pennies on gas buddy. While you're there, outside of this episode, you'll never hear any promotion for gas buddy. <laughs> Ever. Because it's, it's Ever. usually not worth the two minutes. It's not. To, you're, gonna, not... you're probably already at the place with the cheapest gas in your area, unless you want to drive like 30 minutes that way to save two cents. Do the math. While you're there, you can leave us messages that we will play live on the muddied waters of freedom. On anchor.fm slash muddywaters, not on gas, buddy. Let's be clear. Right. Yes, that's yeah. a valid point. Okay, valid okay, point. thank you. You can yes. also subscribe. You can also subscribe, and if you were to subscribe for less than a cup of coffee a week, for less than the cost of a cup of coffee a week, you... And even less get... than the cost of mud water every week. Yes, that is absolutely like true. a lot less. A lot less. Like uh, way less. Less than the cost of a cup of mud water a week. You can <laughs> get a discount at the Muddied Waters store. You can get a discount at the Muddied Waters media store, or you can and and you get other discounts that I can't think of right now because um, I don't think the Stitches and Glitches one yeah, go to Stitches and Glitches not, and put in Muddy Tumblr yeah but you there. should still put that in to the... you should put it in because it seems like if enough people put it in they just give it to you anyway they give it, yeah they give it back that's not a guarantee it's not a guarantee but it's not a guarantee no it's not a guarantee <laughs> it's not a guarantee uh, and you get access to the greatest event every month, the most fantabulous event, the heavyweight championship of Muddied Waters events. Every Our month. favorite event. Our favorite event called the Muddied Zoom. The Muddied Zoom. Where all of our subscribers get together on a Zoom call with me and Spike, sometimes Jason, and the rest of the Muddied crew to talk about whatever we decide to talk about in that minute. Yes. Or you can find this in every other episode at muddiedwatersmedia.com. Well, that's fantastic. Bye. I'm going to sign up for all of those things as the very second that this stream ends. I haven't already for some reason, but now, now I'm going to. Folks, thanks so much for tuning in for this incredible episode. Don't forget, next week, muddied waters media tumblr signed by matt wright and myself i'm gonna have to figure out how to show this without it being effed up by the freaking green screen probably not but uh we're gonna be getting, we're going to be uh doing this it's special it's got the birdie on it 
It's it got uh, Muddy Waters Media on it. It's got at the bottom, it says, Don't Need Roads. And it's We're says... going to show. Last week, you were like, Oh, we're not going to show you what's on the bottom until. <laughs> and it also, the signature has been, they're not going to remember. In the, sig- the signatures have been epoxy coated over. So you can wash this and use it, and it won't mess with the signature. I don't know. I can lick it. doesn't matter. Did you just I lick didn't. the tumbler? No, I did. I, I did that. I'm not going to lick this. You know how much more money we'd get if I licked this? So uh, we'll be doing that next week. Uh, but thanks so much again for tuning in. We love you so much. We can't wait to see you next week. Well, see you tomorrow. On Matt Wright show, the money, uh, the writer's block. Then on Friday at 2 p.m. Uh, for the uh, Mr. America, the Bearded Truth. Uh, and then Saturday in Florida. And then t- next Tuesday right here for the Money Waters of Freedom. Folks, we love you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in. And don't forget where we're going. We don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs>